Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, RPA is proud to present Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. This is Jason Witter, author, illustrator of Tiny's Vampire and Monsters Eating Ice Cream, and you are listening to Aaron's Horror Show. are listening to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. We get to read fiction on the show and talk about some movies, books, you name it. If you like what I do here, please consider supporting the show at patreon.com forward slash Aaron Frail. You'll get some books and other cool stuff for your support. Go ahead and also reach out to me at Aaron's Horror Show at gmail.com, Aaron Horror Show on Twitter, or Aaron's Horror Show on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. All right, I got a really good series for you that you might have missed. So, Wheel of Time, go ahead and watch it. It's on Amazon. If you've never heard of the Wheel of Time, ooh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta watch it. I'll wait for you to watch it. All eight episodes. Yeah, for those of you that know The Wheel of Time and you're like, eight episodes? How can they do The Wheel of Time in eight episodes? It's just the first book. Ooh, book. Did I say book? All right, so spoiler alert, I'm going to talk about The Wheel of Time, the first season of it on Amazon. Uh, It is based on a book called uh, Eye of the World by Robert Jordan uh, that was released in the 90s. And and this book in particular, everyone I knew was reading it. (laughs) So, and I'm no exception. So I've read the book. In fact, uh, my uh, wife and I, I haven't read the entire series, by the way, the entire series uh, of these books. And by the way, these are like 800 page fantasy novels. So they're they're pretty long, uh, <laughs> needless to say. It's about 14, 800 page fantasy novels. And and I just remember everyone in the 90s was reading this book, like like everyone, like everyone that I know that read The Wheel of Time. Right. So it was like Harry Potter of the 90s. <laughs> uh, but either way. Wheel of Time, they turned it into an Amazon series, and it's really good, uh, you know, and I'll probably do another episode about the books uh, after watching The Wheel of Time. My wife had never heard of The Wheel of Time, uh, you know, uh, and she, you know, she had a little different upbringing than me. She, you know, uh, uh, really <laughs> was in a different schooling system, wasn't too much into pop culture, uh, you know, so... Uh, Waldorf, if anyone's interested. But anyways, yeah. Uh, so she'd never heard of The Wheel of Time. And I'm like, oh, this is a 
book series and and after watching the first season on Amazon she's like I want to read these books and and you know neither her or I are really good at reading books these days especially 800 page ones uh so we started listening to them on Audible uh and so I'm I'm currently listening to this series and our plan is to get through all 14 uh, <laughs> but uh, I'll report, you know, as I listen on Audible, I'll maybe do an episode about the, the Wheel of Time books. But uh, anyways, for now, this is about season one of the Wheel of Time on Amazon, uh, which, you know, having read the book and having, uh, you know, uh, seen the ser- seen the series, I, I think they did a really good job. Now, of course, uh, if anyone has read the series and, and knows a lot about it, they'll know that Robert Jordan, the guy who wrote it, is no longer alive. And and in fact, died before he finished the series. And so uh, Brandon Sanderson uh, finished, I think, the last three, two books. I forgot how many he did. But anyways, he supposedly finished the the last books based on the notes that Robert Jordan left on his computer. And so he was given all of Robert Jordan's stuff and, and finished the series on how he thought uh, Robert Jordan would have wanted, right? So that was the idea behind Brandon Sanderson. And so Brandon Sanderson is one of the executive producers of the Wheel of Time series on Amazon. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's, it's good, right? So it, it, this is epic fantasy, by the way. So this is like, you know, Lord of the Rings type of fantasy, but... It's really different, you know, like one thing that sets Robert Jordan apart and and one thing that he really wanted himself in an interview, he said that uh, he really doesn't like how in like, you know, in in Lord of the Rings, uh, (laughs) Frodo and and Sam just sort of go, oh, Gandalf, we got to go take this ring to Mount Doom. Sure, let's go do it. (laughs) Or like Pippin and Merry are just like, sure, we'll just come along for the ride. Right, though. He didn't like the, like, he thought there would be more resistance, uh, from the villagers, uh, that, you know, in that, and, and there is, and, you know, that's, that's my only gripe of the series is that Rand, the, the main character, the, the dragon reborn, uh, he, he's really resistant to the idea that he's being, you know, part of this, uh, epic struggle between good and evil like he really just doesn't want to be it but you know i haven't once again read the entire series but it may maybe he eventually gets over himself but (laughs) he keeps you know like like so you know there's these very powerful uh uh female wizards called Aes Sedai and and this one wizard uh her name is Moraine she comes and finds him and you know, basically these evil things called Trollocs attack their village and kill everyone. And, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, Moraine says, you know, to, to, to Rand and his friend Matt and his friend Perrin, like you three, these Trollocs were out to kill you and you better come with me or else you'll die. And, and, you know, Rand is really resistant to being influenced by the Aes Sedai, right? So he, he really, does not like the fact that the Aes Sedai is helping him. And and it's interesting because, like, you get the sense that Moraine is only trying to help, right? Like, she only wants what's best for the world. Although, you know, it to, to the credit, like, what's best for the world might not be best for Rand, right? So uh, there is some credit is due why, why Rand is resistant to this. But, you know, it, you know he should see that... that uh, 
at least Moraine is an ally, right? And he, he sort of resists her a whole lot. And, and of course, I don't know the full character arc of Moraine, uh, but, you know, she's kind of the Gandalf of the series, right? So so Moraine is the the good wizard that is uh, fighting evil, right? And, uh, you know, she does this by helping Rand in sort of offhanded ways, right? So she doesn't ever... Uh, tell him what to do specifically she just kind of you know guides him in the direction that she thinks that he should be going or provides things that will get him into situations that he should be in you know like like she's kind of behind the scenes uh going through it uh, in the very well in, sorry in the in the actual tv series they're they're with moraine the entire time so uh you know, so what happens is these Trollocs invade their village. They, you know, uh, they find out that there are these, you know, three very important people. And the Dark One, the Father of Lies, wants to get them. And and so they're running from Trollocs the entire time. Uh, and then there's also these, uh, you know, a, group, a faction called the White Cloaks, which are essentially religious zealots, right? They don't like Aes Sedai. They don't like magic they don't like anything that isn't uh walking in the light so to speak and so they eventually do uh capture Perrin and Egwene though you know it's different what happens in in the book like in, in the the book the very first part of the book and the very first part of the series are very close uh there is a pretty big character that they kind of leave out of the series uh i mean they don't really leave him out he just doesn't get introduced in the same way uh you know uh his name is tom marilyn so he he appears in the series for a couple scenes but not in the same way that he does it in the book right tom marilyn is sort of like the like the uh you know the bard that's looking out for Rand, <laughs> you know, in the book, but in the series, he is looking out for Rand, but he's just some kind of rando bard. They meet at a bar, you know what I mean? Uh, not necessarily someone who's been there from the very beginning, right? Uh, but anyways, uh, so yeah, it's a, you know, so uh, essentially the, the idea behind the series is that, uh, so uh, women have the you know, the ability to channel the one power, uh, which is magic, essentially. And men who channel the one power eventually go insane and start killing people. So, you know, the women have taken upon themselves to gentle the men <laughs> that can uh, channel the one power. Uh, and, and you know, they eventually, they call the, you know, eventually these men that channel the one power... Uh, call themselves the dragon reborn but they're really the false dragon and uh they eventually basically go insane and start killing people and the women have to stop them right and that's the isodai right so the isodai are, are are uh basically finding men that can channel and uh and are able to uh uh, take care of him. Well, Rand, the, you know, main character, he has the ability to channel the one power, but Moraine doesn't want him to be captured by her fellow Aes Sedai, right? So she is trying to defend him because he knows that he's the true rat dragon reborn, right? And, and the prophecy basically says that the dragon reborn is the only one that can defeat the dark one, right? So she has to basically let him channel his power 
and possibly go insane and start killing people. But the the funny thing is the prophecy is not clear whether or not he's the one who uh, defeats the Dark One or he's the one that joins the Dark One and, and, and uh, you know, <laughs> you know, basically dooms everyone. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, what's interesting about Rand is he doesn't really want this ability. So he, he makes an effort not to channel the one power as much as he can and avoid doing it. And, uh, you know, it's interesting in the very first, uh, book, uh, you know, he doesn't really learn about his ability till right near the end. And in, in the series, he kind of does the same thing. And then, uh, you know, there's, uh, the other characters, uh, Matt and Perrin are also these two people from the village, as well as a, a girl named Egwene, who is, was going to be the person that Rand married if they stayed in the village. But she, you know, finds out that she has the ability to channel. So she starts training to be an Aes Sedai. And then uh, Nynaeve, who's also from their village, who's uh, has really huge powers of, of channeling. And in the actual book series, Nynaeve... Uh, doesn't really ever train with the one power. She just takes the test to become a full Aes Sedai, one of the accepted, so to speak, and, and just becomes one. And, and Nynaeve is interesting because she, you know, she's only there to look out for her peeps from her village, you know what I mean? But she is, you know, more powerful than anyone realizes. And, and what's interesting is, uh, you know, uh, the first half of the TV series, roughly follows the first book but then the second half of the tv series diverges in some pretty big ways uh where it feels like they're you know i don't know they're definitely setting up the second book in the series like so they definitely do have events that happen but not in the same way like like so in the in the second book there's this horn uh called the horn of valir that uh you know the the uh, the uh, the dragon reborn is supposed to oh, you mean Rand but <laughs> the dragon reborn is supposed to uh, uh, blow in the hind in, in the final battle and and in the TV series it's like buried in the king's throne and and in the book they you know they obtain it by uh, defeating the dark one although they don't really defeat him they just push him back a little bit uh, you know. As Moraine says in both the TV series and the book, I fear this is not the final battle, but the first. Uh, so, uh, uh, but a anyways, uh, uh, so they they get this horn, and uh, you know the the Rand and 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 his peeps in the second book go out and try and 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 get it back, uh, but it isn't actually stolen. Uh, until the second book, right? Like they get it in the first book. And then in the second book is when these, uh, dark friends, uh, <laughs> break into this keep that they're staying in and steal it. And then it starts off this whole quest to get it back. Whereas in the TV series, they kind of steal it while there's this big final battle. So there's this like battle where, uh, you know, 10,000 Trollocs are coming to invade a kingdom and, and and uh, Nynaeve and Egwene channel the one power along with a bunch of other uh, Aes Sedai to stop them. And, and you know, it, it's not the same in the book, right? In, in the book, there's no big final battle. I mean, there is, it's it's but it's between Rand and the Dark One. It's not really 
a big horde of Trollocs. But of course, I know what you know. You, you you know you're making a TV show, right? So you want a big final, you know, Lord of the Rings type of battle uh, <laughs> at the end of your season. So I totally get why they made that decision, right? So I totally get why they they did that. But they they basically, you know, in the TV series, they said, oh, the big final battle was, or the big Trolloc invasion was actually just to hide the fact that this other group is coming in and stealing the Horn of Elir. Uh Oh, and, and by the way, yes, Dark Friends is actually what the bad guys are called. So the bad guys are called Dark Friends, which <laughs> to me is kind of hilarious. <laughs> a Dark Friend. <laughs> Hello, I'm a Dark Friend. <laughs> like like Friends of Evil, you know, like, like, yeah, I'm Friends of Evil. Me and Evil hang out. We have brunch, you know. Have some mimosas with evil, you know, a couple demons over for breakfast. Uh, so yeah, dark friends are are, are kind of funny, and and uh, like I know there's some comedy in there uh, with the word dark friend, but yeah, that's what they're called, uh, the evil uh, people that help the dark lords, dark friends, right? Uh, <laughs> I just think it's funny. Uh, but you know, very good. It's a very good series. I'm I'm probably not doing it justice, uh, just by telling you about it. Uh, but uh, yeah, you should you should go watch it on Amazon, and you should tell all your friends to watch it on Amazon. And you should just you know, everyone go watch the Wheel of Time. And the reason why is because I want to see season two. <laughs> In fact, I want to see season fourteen. If they're only going to do one book a season. Uh, they gotta have 14 seasons, which, you know, never happens on television, right? Except for maybe The Simpsons, uh, Family Guy, right? So <laughs> 14 seasons is very rare. So I, you know, I, I imagine they're gonna have to like speed things up a bit, right? Like if they get renewed for season two, then I'm guessing they're gonna have to do both the, the Great Hunt, which is the next book, and then the Dragon Reborn, which is the third book, uh, so yeah, I'm you know, uh, which is about as as far as I am, by the way, uh, is the Dragon Reborn. So, you know, uh, <laughs> just so you know, that's about as much as the series as I've read. Uh, but once again, my wife and I's goal is to listen to all fourteen books on Audible. We're doing it, dang it! I know they're like thirty or forty hour books on Audible because they're eight hundred pages, but man, they're just so good. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll do an episode about the book. Uh, not about the TV show, but this was about the TV show. So anyways, if you read The Wheel of Time and you enjoy The Wheel of Time series, you probably will enjoy The Wheel of Time on uh, Amazon. I think they actually did a very good job, very true to the series. Yeah, they had to make a little bit of adjustments, but I felt like they made all those adjustments to be for television, and that's fine. Television is a different storytelling medium, you know? The one thing, uh, you know, people gripe about, uh, man, the book is so much better than the movie or the TV series. You always hear that, right? And that's, But it, you can't get everything in a book that you have in a TV or a movie series. You just can't. It's impossible, you know? Like, unless you want to make, like, a 32-hour movie, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or you know, <laughs> a 32-hour television series. Like, no one's, you know, you're, you're not going to get the contents of the first book in the first season of the series. You know, it's just not going to happen, right? So they got to make some adjust adjustments, you know? Like, they did that in Lord of the Rings, right? Those were really good movies, but there's tons of stuff they left out. Like, like you know, in, in this uh, 
series, they left out uh, this guy that can speak to wolves that taught Perrin how to speak to wolves. Whereas in the television series, he just kind of starts speaking to wolves. <laughs> he just, you know, uh, doesn't have any tutor, so to speak. He just kind of happens into it, which is fine, right? They they cut that character out because they just didn't have time to get it all. And, and the same thing was like in Lord of the Rings. Like there's like more wizards than Saruman and, and Gandalf, right? There's Ragnavas the Brown or something like that. Like there's more wizards in Lord of the Rings than just the two you see in, in Lord of the Rings movies. But they didn't really have time for all those wizards, <laughs> right? They just needed to focus on the two important ones, right? So yeah, you you make changes when you when you convert, right? It's it's gonna happen, right? You're not gonna books are just gonna have way more than uh, TV or movies can ever have, right? Like you know, you just get more in a book than you will uh, in any TV or movie format. So you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm sound like a plug to go read, but yeah, go read, man. Cause yeah, books are going to give you more. But with that being said, the wheel of time on Amazon on Amazon did really good converting an 800 page book to eight episodes. <laughs> like I thought it was all there, you know, as of someone who read the book and seen the series, it was all there. I enjoyed it. I want more. Uh, so yeah. Uh, definitely great series. Go ahead and uh, check it out. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. And yeah, so, you know, if you're ever in a pub and there's some shifty guy looking at you and, and you think he might be a dark friend, oh man, just don't even say it. Dark friend. That's <laughs> hilarious. Dark friend. Hi, I'm a friend of the dark. <laughs> Anyways, have a good night.